Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Four Wide Salute podcast. This is TJ Lane, along with Brandon Segal. Hey, everybody. On today's uh, podcast, we are going to talk about the new NASCAR Aero Package again. We talked a little bit about it after the Atlanta Motor Speedway race, but we have another race in the books at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway with the full package. So what Brandon and I are going to be talking about is uh, is, is the NASCAR Aero pa- uh, Package working? Is it is it uh, a success or not? So, Brandon, I- I'll let you start out. Is, is this new Aero Package doing what, what it needs to be doing? Well, everybody talked after Atlanta. It's not the full package. It's not the full package. Wait till Vegas. Wait till Vegas. I think we all bought into, okay, we'll wait for Vegas. And then yesterday we were watching the race, and Kevin Harvick breaks out to a four-and-a-half-second lead. And we're all sitting there like, "Uh uh-huh, so this is what's going to save the sport. And after the first stage, no one broke out to that kind of a lead again. However, there was no real excitement where I sat. You know, they stayed bunched up on restarts for a few laps, but I didn't see anything spectacular that uh, we wouldn't have seen otherwise on restarts. It just lasted two or three laps longer. It, it wasn't a whole lot different than what we've seen with, with the previous mile-and-a-half races, that's that's for sure. You know, we still saw the field spread out. The, 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 the differences that, that I saw with it um, is it, it did seem like even though the, the field got strung out, they would, uh, you know, with the leader, you know, they besides Harvey getting off to that big five-second lead there at the start of the race, it seemed like that the battle for the lead, especially throughout that final stage and the second stage, it, it, it stayed pretty tight. You know, you had – uh, some some kind of groups in the, in the top 10 and top 15 that, that kind of stayed tight together. I, I felt like that we saw um, maybe more side-by-side racing because it, it, it was definitely more difficult to pass. Um, guys had to run side-by-side, you know, it seemed like for several laps longer than, than what they had to in the past. And um, it, it seemed like lap traffic would make more of a difference. Uh, you, know, you know, before with the old package, the guys would just zoom right by lap traffic, but it seemed like as the leaders would get in, it would get into the lap traffic. It kind of would would uh, would tighten things up a little bit. So I think it, uh, I think it definitely had had some difference. Um, but but I must say it it definitely wasn't what I was expecting in terms of seeing it like uh, like what the All Star race was last May. The package for me is just a whole bunch of nope. You know, you mentioned you know the leader stayed closer. And once they got into dirty air, you'd have, you know, some back and forth. But the cars just looked lazy. You could tell the drivers were wide open or nearly wide open. And even later in a run, they were just barely cracking the throttle. And handling came into play. As you saw Kyle Busch drive up through the field there late in the race, but it took him uh, most of that last run to get up to third. But the guys that had kind of started up front, they kind of just held position until they got in the dirty air. And then you saw some back and forth between Brad and Joey as they went through lap cars, which that, that is maybe the only positive is once you get the lap traffic, you know, the race is going to get shuffled. However, I think that we're already behind the eight ball because once the leader gets established off a restart, he can hold the lead for a long time until it seems like he gets – into lap traffic and there's just not enough 
lap traffic and we don't get there quick enough in NASCAR to make a race like with the World of Outlaws, how usually the race doesn't start until you get into traffic with them. The, those things that you talked about there, I think that's definitely the definitely the two things that's that's the negatives uh, with, with this package is uh, as a fan watching on TV and then as a fan who was at the race two weeks ago there, um, it, I, I can't really tell a whole lot of difference uh, speed-wise, like I said, by watching from TV and then from watching from the stands. I, I, I don't notice that, that difference as much, but, but one thing that you said, the car is kind of – kind of looking lazy that's that's something that that, that i've noticed be, because there's so much downforce the cars are slowed down so much um it, it it seems like that the guys they just aren't quite on the edge like they used to be and i think that's why we've seen two races with it so far with very few cautions um is is just because uh, you know these guys aren't running on the edge to where they're they're, they're going to just you know the car's just going to break loose and, and they're and they're going to spin out um so i i think that's maybe that's definitely one thing that's not good is all of the on throttle time, um, and, and then with the with the air, it's there. There's no doubt it's kind of taken us back, uh, you know, five to ten years ago to to where the you know the the aero push, it's it's definitely um, come come to the extreme. So that's uh, that, that that's definitely a couple of things with this with this package that's 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 not good. We've went from. You know, in dirt terms, we've went from a super late model to a crate late model. And it's you don't notice the speed until they're side by side, but you know that those crate models, the, the cars just seem lazy. And you'll be hard pressed to find very many dirt fans that are used to super late models get very excited about watching a crate late model race. The cars just aren't interesting or fun to watch anymore. Where in years past, without the downforce and the cars would move around and the throttle response you could watch the driver working the throttle in the car visually and we've lost all of that the cars just aren't interesting anymore i think the one thing that that it that it has added though you know like we talked about with the it it does seem like that that you're seeing some more side-by-side racing with this package um is it a lot more difficult to pass yes but uh, but you know, I, I, I think there's definitely some positives that, that that we can take from it with the you know with the side by side racing. I mean, I know um, you know j- just for me watching the Vegas race last year compared to this year, I, I thought this year was was a markedly better race, um, and that, that's just because last year you know it seemed like Harvick just got off to the big lead and and, and dominated, and and the race was really never in question. But with this race, I mean, I'm sitting there with 30 laps to go, and I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat because I don't know who's going to win it. Uh, you know, because you had you had Joey and Brad uh, battling there, and then you had you had Harvick coming. Uh, you know, uh, you had Bush coming there. I, I mean, I thought it was a I, I thought it was a fun race to watch, um, but it's it's definitely true that uh, it it just wasn't a whole lot lot difference though from from kind of what what we've seen before. And while you're sitting there on the edge of your seat, I'm ready to go ahead and turn off the television. I just didn't see anything that was particularly enjoyable to me. You talk about the side-by-side racing, and there's there's a stat that came out that there's the most green or the most passes that there's ever been for a Las Vegas race, according to the loop data. Which, at first, I looked at that data. It was like, show me the passes. Where was the passing that supports this loop data? 
But then I start looking at other statistics that start making sense. Like yesterday, there were only seven on-track green flag passes for the lead. Seven. That sounds a lot less than the was 80-some passes that the, the loop data showed when there's only seven on-track official at the line. And I, I look back last year, uh, I couldn't find the green flag only passes that were on track, but last year there were 11 official lead changes in the last March, and there were 23 official lead changes uh, last September in the fall race. This year, with this package, they had 19 official lead changes. So those numbers aren't drastically different. And, and to me, that starts leading me thinking, okay, these loop data numbers are from the quote-unquote side-by-side racing off the restarts and guys being hung side-by-side. And the reason that I'm not impressed with the restarts or the side-by-side racing that we saw is because of what I said before. The cars were so lazy, and the drivers are practically wide open, if not wide open. So it's not like they're aggressively racing each other. They, you can't go past wide open. And they might side draft on each other a little bit, but it's still, there's no edge for me because it's not, it's not like the drivers are on edge taking it to the limit. These guys are wide open, and you can't go past wide open with these cars. I mean, you, there's nothing exciting about watching these guys run side by side to me because you, they're, they're not on the edge, like I said, and I feel like you could almost go on the highway and watch that type of side by side. That's that's an interesting way to look at it, uh, but you know I know I, I read some quotes from uh, from from the from the race winner Joey Logano and and he talked about just just being uh, being mentally exhausted from the from the race just because what what he was talking about was how much that they are on the edge, but it, but it's different on the edge. It's not on the edge with trying to control the car. It's on the edge of thinking of of what moves you're going to make. Um, you know how are you going to pass cars? Uh, how are you going to block guys? Uh, how, how are you going to side draft guys to, to make moves? So I, I think what it's in, in essence has done is it's, it's just, uh, it has definitely uh, drastically changed the, the style of racing that we have. And that's, that's going to be the great debate is, uh, is this a style that fans want or do they want the, want the old style? I think the question is, is what we're doing now worth it? And I definitely don't think so. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, while still in the race, keyed on the radio and said, they've taken away a lot from the drivers by lowering the horsepower. So we don't have any thought or response with the way the car sits. And I think it puts more of the vehicle itself, and you really rely on the speed that the car has. That was in the middle of the race for Jimmy Johnson, who was running about 10th or 12th at the time. You know, I think that's just... um... That's that's the good question. Is uh, although it, it has made a difference in things, I, I think it has some positives that it's done. Is is it has the positives that this that this package has created? Is is that enough to to outweigh the uh, the you know the uh, downsides of it? And um, with, with the with the racing looking so close to to what it has before, it's it's kind of. It's kind of hard to argue that uh, that this package has has really worked to to do what what NASCAR was want, wanting it to do. And are we just going to ignore that the Xfinity race didn't happen Saturday? 
you had a low downforce package with not that much more horsepower and the guys could really use a lot more at the track and you came down to a a hell of a race between Christopher Bell and Kyle Busch and Tyler Reddick was right there and those guys were going back and forth for the lead and the win and that race actually got ruined by a late race restart we're now with this type of package and similar packages we had in the past, that's what you were rooting for was a restart to mix it up and make it wild. But this other package, you're please stay green. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's true. As that race was going to the end, that's uh, that's the same thing I was thinking Sunday was, man, we need a caution to, to get this thing spiced up. Cause uh, you know, if, if you think about if a caution of flu with, with 10 laps to go, that would have, uh, that would have definitely got a, got for a wild finish for sure. So, um, uh, you know, with, with this, as we, as we wrap up this topic with this podcast, um, I guess my question is, Brandon, is, is there any, uh, other tracks that, that we go to this year that, that you think we might see a, a difference with this package? I think fortunately for us, the next big track that we go to with this package could be the most interesting. And that is Fontana. With the long straightaways, you're going to have time to take advantage of that draft. The tires are going to fall off, and you're going to be out of the throttle, and the drivers are going to have to drive the cars. So I think that we could be in for a better show at Fontana, but at the same time, I won't be shocked if if the arrow push is something that you can't overcome. Yeah, that's that's kind of the last test is to is to see how this package does on a on a two mile track, and that's what we're going to see in a couple of weeks. So. Um... That'll uh, that'll kind of be the last uh, last question mark that we have with it. Uh, I I agree, and and even with my skepticism, I, I look forward to it, and I think that uh, pretty well takes care of it. Uh, good show, TJ. Yes, yes, this is uh, uh, this this was one I think both of us was looking forward to talk about because just just to tell everybody. Um, it, during the during the middle of the race, I get a text from Brandon. He said, "Man, I don't I don't think I'm, I'm going to be able to make it through the year with this package." And I reply back and say, "Man, I'm I'm enjoying this race pretty well." So we kind of we kind of see things differently with this, but I think we both uh, we both agree that um, it's it's still very much in question whether this is the the right thing for the sport or not. I think that pretty well takes care of it, guys. Uh, we thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Four Wide Salute Podcast. Uh, check us out wherever you check out podcasts. Visit us on Twitter and Facebook. Until next time, guys.